seven delights. This is not just a game. This here is my life. Put the cameras on me, yeah, yeah. Put the cameras on me, ladies and gentlemen. Big shout out to Young Twizzy Twitch for the jam. And we're live in Koreatown on the Ozone. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Omar Miller. I'm happy to be back in the States. I'm feeling jazzy. The jet lag is worn off. I'm here with my brother from the same mother, Terry Miller. Icons, how you feeling? I'm feeling great. I'm back. I'm back in full effect. Oh, oh, I hear it. it. I hear it. That's in the words of Mills Lane. Let's get it on because we have a special guest, ladies and gentlemen. I made a heavy call today. Yesterday, you, I you went large. Yesterday, I went like that. Supersize me. You supersize. I've been eating good. And I said, you know what? For the in honor of the premiere of Ballers, I wanted to get a special, special guest on air. And I brought in Golden Globe nominee and winner. Nominee. <laughs> but I did bring in the nominee. Yeah, that's, I appreciate <laughs> yeah. that. I also known as that. Jason Antolotti on the show, Ballers, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Troy Garrity. Hey. <laughs> yes, sir. Super fan of the L.A. Dodgers and an L.A. All-Star. I'm here to tell you, I've been here and I've done that. And this guy knows what he's talking about. <laughs> so we got a big show for you uh, with the special guest. Troy, how you feel? I feel good. I got no jet lag. You got and none? I'm, and I'm glad my busy schedule could allow this last minute request. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a, this is why I, it was a big call. I didn't but, know if you were going to be available. I'm a big fan of the Miller board. So, you know, I'm Ooh, here. We appreciate that. See that? The I support is real. The it love. is real. It's real. Well, we're going to have a fan. We're going to be fans of a great conversation today. I got a lot to cover. And uh, in the next hour or so, folks, we're going to cover a lot of stuff. We got a big fight this weekend. Adrian Broner and uh, Mikey Garcia mixing it up at 140. We got. The L.A. Dodgers had the best record in baseball. I think the reason that Troy wanted to come on was just to debate with the icons about predictions that were made early on in this season. A little salt in the gentlemen. wound. A little salt in the wound. <laughs> it's a little it's salt. Okay, it's early. It's early. We're going to see. It's not season that early. Is, season's young still. It's not that early anymore. It's not this, that young. Yes, man, ain't that young. The season, it's, what is it? It's, it's middle age. It's, 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 it's about 48. People getting back pain. It's <laughs> that far into the season. <laughs> I want to talk about the NBA. A lot of action in the NBA. We got a we got Michael Orr in the NBA, meaning Kyrie Irving with the blindside movement. That's what's up. Derek, wow, Derrick Rose to Cleveland. Derrick Rose to Derrick Cleveland. Rose to Cleveland. We got that. We want to talk about that. I want to talk about something that we hadn't talked about in a while, which is an update on Lavar Ball and his kids. Because I have a, a take on it that I know a lot of people disagree are with. Are these bullet points or are we jumping into conversation? No, 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 no. These okay. are bullet points. We're okay, just letting the audience points. know okay. what's coming. Let them marinate. You let them We got a tease, a little bit of tease. <laughs> and next to the stage, <laughs> diamond. You know, you don't give it all to him. Just a little taste. Okay. Just a little taste. And we want to tie that in with OJ Simpson in America, ladies and gentlemen. The juice is, is loose. almost loose. Almost. Almost. I would love to know. He'll be out for Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, too soon. Just in time. (laughs) Oh, gee. So where are we going to start, folks? Let's start with our favorite sport. Baseball. Let's do it. Let's start with Major League Baseball. Let's get it out. All day. Well, we got some serious stuff happening. We got the greatest pitcher of all time, arguably, that just got wow, hurt yesterday. all time? One of. Yeah, no we doubt. We call him the GOAT. What are you talking about? You, sure. Why are you saying, like, you're surprised? I mean, we call him the GOAT. Time. He is the greatest of this era. I, that's what I mean. Of course. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm trapped in the moment. Okay. You can... put the cameras on me. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. no, no. You could put him in top 10 all time. Warren well, Spahn? Well, the problem is. Warren Spahn. What the problem <laughs> Problem is, is that when Satchel you go. Page? When you yeah, go. Satchel Page? Leroy. We're talking about all of them. But. I need a ring when you go all time. 
That, no. Realistically, and and I don't need just I regular can, season no, no, dominance. No, I can't do that because the pitchers, I can. The pitchers only pitch five, to, five what once every five days. Yeah, we can't put that on the pitchers. I can. No, put I just that heard on the somebody pitchers. talking about because Clayton Kershaw is hurt. That you know the Dodgers really realistically their average their their wins aren't that you know that much different when he pitches and doesn't pitch, and when he does pitch, they play better defense. I'm like, come on, man. That's ridiculous. But these are I, new statistics, though, because yeah. last year when Those he pitched, statistics are lying. they only you know earned him one run or two runs, and and he this was his problem for his own career. Year, but, yes. Yeah, but the, he doesn't but this, have run support. But this season is different. This season, you know, uh, some the seeds have germinated, and Stan Caston's master plan is starting to starting to grow up. Seems a like bit. it. Yeah, for sure. Seems like it. Things exactly are, the Dodgers in effect did, mode. Exactly what he did in Atlanta. And this 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 isn't like short term. This is post Clayton Kershaw. This is like right. we're yeah. in about a te- entering a real 10 year period of dominance. And by I, the way, we've been dominant for about five years too. We just haven't Well that's not dominance though. They haven't sealed the deal. Well you, no but well, you want little, a dominatrix. No, no 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 but like if 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 St. Louis doesn't break Hanley's rib, we're in the World Series. We I agree with that. that. I do agree with that. Things like that. And that's baseball, and that's why we love the sport. Yeah, we love the sport. And not only did they break his rib, St. Louis was the actual team that had Clayton Kershaw's number. Yes. No doubt. They were the the one guys. And I'm somebody who has always defended Clayton Kershaw, even in the postseason, because realistically, there's only about two games that he had that were bad games. Not even, don't say bad games, bad innings. He had about two bad innings that that really. And he's trying to carry the whole team, the whole organization. And I hear people say, oh, Madison Bumgarner. Madison Bumgarner had a complete squad. He had Kung Fu Panda who picked him up. The Dodgers never had anybody like that to pick. Clayton Kershaw up That's in the right. big time I situation. I agree with that. That's what's up. Even though, you know, Madison Bumgarner did go unhittable. He did go John Smoltz, Jack Morris on you. So, yeah, he did. He did. He, but, but Kung Fu Panda hit, what, three bombs off of Justin Verlander in his prime? You can't yeah. really argue that. I mean, Bum is a that, that Giants team, which is a monster fantastic team. team. I just feel like they were just three years thing, yeah. That, yeah. But if we're talking Clayton Kershaw, and people say, well, you know, he's not GOAT because he chokes in the postseason. I don't the believe that. The truth of the matter is his numbers in the postseason – are, you know, they're sub two ERA. Yeah, it's still like, not. It's he, still he just not. has a couple of bad innings, and that's because and, and it's the seventh inning yes. every time. Yeah, <laughs> right. but it's not even. You know what yeah. I mean? So that 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 you know so who I blame? Who the coaches? <laughs> <laughs> but but okay, but let's talk about where we are now. Dave Roberts. I just came before I came in right now. Dave Roberts was on TV talking strong. He said, "Well, you know, basically Clayton Kershaw. You know, he got hurt. I don't know how long it's going to take us, but uh, you know, uh, you know, you know, we we play well when Kershaw's better. Obviously, we're better when Kershaw's in, in, in on with the squad, but with not. Guess what? We're still going to win a lot of games. Yeah. <laughs> Dave yeah. Roberts has full confidence in the Dodgers. I heard him talking slick before the All Star break about how they're the best team in all of Major League Baseball oh, well, he, uh, in in the National League. Great say. And uh, the, he he just speaks very confidently, and I like that. No as a doubt, manager. but I love I, I, he he does, and obviously the players are responding. It's not just yes. It's not just his words that carry confidence. Yeah. Yeah. It's his being in that clubhouse. They really respect and he's a winner. Him. It's obvious that the guys are having a fun time. I haven't seen so many Dodgers swinging power bats in I don't know. 20 years. Dodgers are going deep. You know, the the Dodgers, the Dodger stadium, I think is the Homer dome now. And that's unheard of in our lifetime. It's hard to get the ball out of Dodger stadium. Yeah, no, they're having fun. You know, they're like, they, they calling it in the dugout. Yeah, but they, they have a, they have a lot of, I mean, there's a couple pieces that I could do without like Logan Forsythe and Chase Utley. Nah, Logan's a rock. Like he made the numbers and might not pop off the page, but that dude's winning games for you. Well, let me ask you to riddle me this, Batman. Why aren't they bringing up that kid that's in the minor leagues, Calhoun, who's got 21, 22 bombs as of today in the in AAA? Because they're talking about tw- training. Because he got twenty two bombs in AAA. Yeah, but that was the same. <laughs> but that was the same thing with Bell. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but no, no. But that's the same thing with Bellinger and Seager. They were doing the same thing. 
that's uh, yeah okay mm. but if we you know you can go eat your steak at sizzler i'm gonna go have my steak at uh mastro's, mastro's. you need a master uh, you know what i'm gonna go prime i'm going to prime i gotta find what's out why you gotta go to prime I just no, you you know shout what? out to miles you gotta logan Forsyth's a journeyman you know what he's gonna give you every year you stick with it and that pays off other than that what were you gonna do you're gonna start the year with a rookie second base why well, not? well what i would have did realistically no, Terry, well, you well, gotta what, give him a chance well what i would have did bringing up the kids what i would have did what would you have done i would have let howie kendrick actually play second yes. base is okay, what i would have done oh, yeah all right well whatever i'm just i'm putting that out there and howie was swinging it before he got hurt in philadelphia yeah, Howie. Howie. I just don't know what why they determined that Howie's a journeyman. Like, oh, I don't why know. he's a left fielder? You know what I mean? That's what I mean. That's what I mean. All of a sudden, well, that's when this, you know, the stats just start to kill you. Yeah, but that's why. That's when you know they say, okay, well, we want Chase Utley here, and Chase Utley can't play any position besides second or first. You know, because he's lost his range. Chase right. Utley's a stud, though. He's got a short swing. He can hit the yeah, ball. Yeah, but Chase and... Utley hurt the team last year. Yeah, he sure did. He hurt the team last year because that. 203 and and ultimately Dave Roberts hurt the team because his sub 250 batting average in the leadoff slot wasn't getting it done. I needed Tolls, Andrew Soul Brother Tolls to be up there. What's going on with Tolls right now? Tolls you know, got hurt. Hurt. He tore his ACL. Jason sure did, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's out for the year. Yeah, yeah he's, he's hanging out with me with Willie that bum knee. He, he is. <laughs> so we talking. <laughs> well, you got to bang on Willie. Willie, nice man. So we so, we, so we're talking about so we're talking about the Dodgers. We're talking about Major League Baseball. What do you think the Dodgers do now? Do you feel like the Dodgers need to make some moves at this trade deadline, or do you ride with the team that they have now and think they can ride that to the ring? Uh, it's a really tough call. Um, I, you know, if I was management, I'd be trying to get an innings eater of a pitcher. You want an innings eater? Why, what's it doesn't, wrong? It doesn't what about you, even, Darvish? That's what they've been trying to. Yeah, but I don't want to. I don't want to. A if, rental. If the price is right, that's fine. Um, going to give up Calhoun. A new car. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're going to give up Calhoun. Willie. Yeah, okay, fine. I give up Willie Calhoun Ooh. for Darvish. But my issue is I they don't I don't have the faith in the pitching to get us that far. I'm a firm believer in Alex Wood. I was a he oh, came man, out, well, I was high yeah. on him last year when they because because you know what when he, he was came, on the Braves he, he was good. Well, no. It seemed like he had a mechanical problem he came, that messed him up last he, year. No, I think he was he tipping came, pitches. He, he came out of the gate in Atlanta very strong. Like, yeah. ROI, like, you know, Cy Young consideration, uh -huh. got injured. And when you get injured as a pitcher, it throws, up your, it throws off your mechanics. And it yep. could be a while to find that. And it could be a while to get, come back, especially if you're, an in, if you're a pitcher. It can, can be a while to come back from that injury. And I think he's, you know, he's feeling comf confident in his body. Yeah, but when he he's always had great yeah, stuff. But when he wasn't hurt, though. I believe he was tipping his pitches more so than anything because he's always. I mean, had, they jumped on yeah, him. Yeah, that herky jerky motion that he has, and he he has great deception, and he had decent stuff, above average stuff. With that combination, it's hard to hit. We call that passion. Oh, that's, that's you know, he it throws is. with a lot of passion, oh, a lot of veracity. I called it seasoning sauce because yeah. he put a lot on it. You know, I love the kid when they were like, you know, do we think we need to trade for a number two? And he was like. I'm your number two. You go find a better number. Go find a number two with better numbers than me. And you know, it's hard to argue with that. What do you feel about Rich Hill? Uh, you know, I like Rich Hill. Again, I don't trust Rich Hill. I wasn't a I, fan of man, man, Too many blisters. Welcome to the know, Ozone, no, no, ladies no. and gentlemen, where we keep it 100. Here's I feel up. the same way. Look, I think he's a gamer. I love his mentality. Yeah. But you don't have a mediocre career, disappear to Japan for a couple years, and come back and right. ace. Listen, At 38 or whatever it, listen, it is that he is. Listen, it can happen. And but more power it. to you. And that's all good. But, you know, if a, 
a blister is a blister is a blister. So what what are you going to do? I can't trust that. Right. I can't trust the blister. And I also would have never gave him that kind of dough. Here's what's up. There's a lot of nepotism in the the doc, world in the no in the doc, <laughs> not in the only in the white business? house but in in, in the blue house <laughs> you know that the, you know they've hired a lot of ex-tampa bay and oakland yep, friedman has definitely yeah. made projects, his move there like these are reclamation projects that obviously a while ago they bet their reputations on so right. they I, when i play fantasy baseball i'd be like i know I know that this is the year that Dan Ugla comes back. You know what I'm saying? Dan is the homie. Dan's you know the homie. Way. Right. Man, but Dan wouldn't go, go the right You want to hear a great story? Listen, no, I don't. Listen, listen, wait, listen, 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 listen. Let me just tell you a quick story. So, you know, Dan Ugla it was a monster when he first came out. Yeah. So I signed him every year. So, so we ran into Dan in Chicago. I was promoting a movie called The Express. In Chicago, we go to Hugo's Frog Bar, which saves the, you know, the shares of kitchen with yeah, Gibson. Yeah, right in the Viagra Triangle. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> and so we go in there. We're eating a prime rib that's about as big as this table. In walks Thunder Dan Ugla. We see him. I was like, oh, wow, it's Dan Ugla. Now, he had just made those errors in the All-Star game that year at Yankee Stadium that cost the National League the mm-hmm. game. Then he saw us and had love. He was like, hey, what's up, man? Real cool country kid. We chopped it up with him. We had a couple, we had some food. We had a couple drinks. He was like, man, y'all want to go to the game tomorrow? We were like, yes, we do. The Marlins were playing the Cubs. It was all good. He gave us great seats, blah, 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 blah. We hung out with him and his boy and his brother, right? Uh-huh. No, I think it was his brother, but we hung out with him and his boy for sure. And remember, you were talking to his I was brother. talking to his brother. Uh, and we hung out with him and his boy and his brother. He gives us the tickets. We're sitting right behind home plate. His brother is like, Man, Dan, if he would just, man, Dan, he just, he's got so much power. He's got so much skill. I said, I know, but he won't go the other way. If he would go the other way, he'd be right back to, to foreign, blah, blah, blah. Well, talk to him, man. Talk he's, to him and tell him. That's what his brother said. His brother's like, you should tell him. I tried to tell him before he doesn't want to hear it from me. I said, cool. After the game, we hang out. You know, they got a three-game set. After the game, we hang out. We go connect. We get something to eat. We go out and about. Dan's like, what do you think about the game? I was like, it's a good game, man. You got good swings. I was like, you know, man, I thought you had that one. You could have got it out if you'd have went the other way. I was like, truth be told, if you went the other way in general, they couldn't hold you. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> Never heard from Dan Ugly again. Yeah, until bet. about eight years later. And now, me, now Dan's my man again. <laughs> after he's out of the league. So he's somewhere tearing hilarious. up. The, he's tearing up the rec league, actually, right now. Oh, pulling everything. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry, I cut your story off. No, it's all good. My my point is is that you can fall in love with your past projects and not sort of evolve. And I feel right. like the Dodgers are slightly guilty of that. I, I and agree. they they employed this sort of they hired the, all these um, ex Angels uh, and Tampa Bay pitchers and a couple Brave pitchers who all showed promise of excellence. And then injuries or something derailed them. And I think their strategy was, look, we get 10 of these guys on very low, you know, salary deals. One or two of them is going to pay off. And it sort of has in sort of a quilt work way. You know, Casimir had some good innings. McCarthy's been amazing. You know, Rich yeah. Hill has panned out amazing. Avalon. McCarthy McCarthy now is really <clears throat> showing his color. The thing about it that I think that they've done really well, and Dave Roberts in particular has been good at this, is that they've managed... By the managed... way, what up, Dave, uh, McCarthy? He's got a good Twitter handle. Does, does he? Yeah, he's on, he's a savage on Twitter. He's really good to good. know. Yeah. What, what, what I was going to say is... McCarthy something, something. I don't is know. it 66 or something? It's like hilarious. But, but what they... Puig. Puig. Oh, <laughs> 
But what they Please. what they've done is is they've managed that ten day DL better than anybody in baseball. Yeah, that's that's for sure. They, and and Dave Roberts, just like last year when he was using the bubble gum and, and duct tape to put the team together through all the injuries, this year they've helped him out with that with the ten day disabled list. Now, to me, what the Dodgers got to do, the Dodgers bullpen is back together. They got rid of Joe Blanton, so thank God for that. They got uh, rid of Romo. They got rid of man. You know what? This made me think the Dodgers might actually go to the World Series. You can't win a World Series with a guy like Romo, this version of Romo on your team. Last year, when the San Francisco Giants actually had a chance to beat the Cubs, they bring in Romo. Romo gives up the game tying run and is laughing on the mound. Yeah, no, I'm not a fan. I was, I was like, wasn't it? What's going on? What's funny about that? Ain't nothing not. funny about that. And truth be told, I would say the only player that the Dodgers have ever done the reclamation on from the Giants that actually panned out was Juan Uribe. Jeff wow. Kent, a little bit. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, well, Jeff Kent ran Vince Scully into the ground, and that just like, messed up the chemistry completely yeah, in the clubhouse. Yeah, and, and everyone just hates Jeff Kent. This is what yeah. I'm saying. He's <laughs> Jeff <laughs> Kent. He's like that cop that always gives you a ticket. <laughs> You won't let me slide. What? Man, I just saw you yesterday. Can't take you serious with that mustache. Can't take you serious with the porno mustache. You look like Peter North, player. Give me the village people. So we got that. Who do the Dodgers face in the National League Championship Series is what I want to know. Troy? Oof. Uh, They face the Nationals. You think it's the Nationals? Yeah, without a doubt. I think the Central has has a lot to say about that. And you always, you can never rule out St. Louis ever. Ever. Uh, and the Cubbies are pulling it together. And, and the, Pittsburgh and the, and the Cubs together. Will, and the Cubs Pittsburgh's will, not serious because Starling Marte isn't going to be able to play come playoff time. Yeah, yeah they've been winning for the juice. Though. No, and they, the Cubs, no, no, and look, yeah. the, and the Cubs will come together. You know, baseball because the season is so long, it's really a mathematic sport. The averages pan out, right? Yeah, there's yeah. so we much always, talent yes. and numbers on the Cubs that eventually that will come together. It'll click, and they will hit their seasonal averages, which places them into the playoffs. I disagree for the simple fact with the, Kyle Schwarber is going to bring that team down. You think because. He's batting like a buck ninety still. Kyle Schwarber is the best problem a team can have. <laughs> wow, that's a great way to put it. Yeah, but well, Kyle Schwarber, they like to use him in leadoff sometimes. They dropped him down to the five hole, and he just doesn't. He, he's it, it seems like he's a great guy, or whatever, but he doesn't play the game the right way. I mean, you watch him take pitches going. To, he'll roll over on pitches away because he's trying to jack, jack everything. Go mm-hmm. with the pitch, man. Go with the pitch because in big-time situations, and Javi Baez as well. Yeah. And I love Javi Baez, but Javi Baez won't make the adjustments. Look, man, but trees don't make a forest. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's Carl, Wow. What, what makes a forest? That was deep. It's a team, Holmes. Like, <laughs> a you group got, of trees. Yeah, that's a forest. You got Bryant. You got Rizzo. You got Contreras. Contreras. I know you got a nice <laughs> you got for ben Contreras. Yeah, ben Zobris. Ben Zobris. Yeah, and you got the homie in center. You got the homie John Jay in John Jay is due. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, he's been doing no, it. We no. want the Afro back, about? though. No. He's been. <laughs> John Jay ain't getting no ring till the Afro is back. Bring it back. <laughs> you put the curse Jay, on him. You look it back. Jay, you look it back. Grow it out. Don't put the curse on him. We need that cocoa puff. Man, it's too hot for it. It's too hot for the fro. Not soon. No, no man. It's getting, nah. Please. Well, you know, so I'm interested to see what happens. I'm interested to see what happens with the Astros because, truthfully, the Astros starting pitching is not holding up to, to their end of the bargain right now, but they're just pounding people into submission. 
and good pitchers. The reason yeah, why the Astros can, yeah, the it's reason why team. the Astros can beat anybody, even a Clayton Kershaw type of player, is because of team speed. There is no answer for speed. And Clayton Kershaw doesn't walk anybody, but infield singles, everybody on their team. I would say that at least seven batters out of their whole lineup had speed. And they can yeah. they can beat out infield singles. Infield singles make pitchers get into the stretch. When they're in the stretch, they're not you know the same pitcher. Speed? What? On base percentage. <laughs> that equals that's Dodgers. Mm. I don't care if you have speed, you gotta get on base. But that speed, the that Dodgers team speed on base. No, no. Yeah. No, no. It's 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 taking walks, it's singles, it's they, home runs. And, that's, and that's what the Astros that's do. That's money ball. Mm. <laughs> Google it. Google best on base percentage in baseball. Dodgers are on base machine. Dodgers are on base and they go deep. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the Dodgers do. The yeah. Dodgers give you a great mix and of you know American why? and national. That, you, know why, are you, know right why get, you know why they're going deep too? Because you get men on base and pitchers bug out. I was a pitcher. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. got guys on second. Well, but you know what? <laughs> I got to hit right that down the middle. strike. Yeah. And Corey Seager's like, I want that first strike. I've been waiting on that. Yeah. Astros know. I'm telling you. There's no team in baseball better than the Astros. The Astros are a complete squad. And they're talking about Terry, let me ask Wick you something. Eichel. Let me ask you something. I'm bitter. When the Angels <laughs> decided to change their name to the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, you were with it. I was totally against it. I would <laughs> okay, never that's what I, was I would never be down <laughs> with something you like that. The contrarian in the room <laughs> right around now. All the time. I would never All I would time. never be I down mean, with the Angels. Being the like, Los man, Angeles, Terry, Angels. The, Do- the Dodgers are looking good. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. They're 162. <laughs> Colorado, you know, I mean? Colorado's making moves right now. Colorado, they, they get them a pitcher. They get them a pitcher. Great squad. Great squad. Their window closes in September, and it won't open again for ten years. Wow. wow. For 10 years. You, you they got a young on squad. You put they have a young squad. They have a crazy there. young squad. That's the reason why they're falling right now because they're young pitchers. But Cardinal's not doing anything now. Uh, yeah, he's not the key to the, the, the equation. Arenado's going to come up for a re-up soon. And, and they're going to pay and him. And they're going to pay him. Mm-hmm. He might be the best player in all baseball. Yes. Yeah, you think he wants to stay in Colorado? Why wouldn't he? They brought him up. Because I want some pinstripes on me if I'm Arenado. <laughs> hey, man. And Arenado, <laughs> no, I want some pinstripes in my bank account if I'm there, I want to be Arenado, and I'll be looking over at Aaron Judge, and I'll be like, me and you are going to get a lot of rings together. Oh, Amongst other things, yeah. you'll get a lot yeah. of. Now, tell me this. Do you feel like. Yeah. Th- because this guy, speaking of the contrarian, he just when I walked in the room, he was he was trying to talk Ernie up on how Aaron Judge is the worst player in baseball. <laughs> I did. I did not. I did not make that statement. I'm reading. I'm, 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 I'm reading an article. Let me point it out to you. <laughs> Thank you. You can dance. You can fly. You're reading theringer.com. This is what I'm saying. That's what Aaron I said. Aaron Judge has That's become the I worst said. player in baseball. And Aaron, right now he's going to give you the Trump. He's going to say, "I didn't say it. Yeah. I'm reading what the Ringer said." That's, That's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm reading it off of the Ringer. I'm reading statistics. I'm not making nothing up. That's this is not fake news. These are statistics. Wow. Did you collude with the Russians or not, Mr. Miller? That's what I want to know. I believe the fifth. Oh, we got him. <laughs> Troy, we got him. Don't do drugs. Stay in school. <laughs> and if you do crime, do white collar crime. That's what's up. Woo, I'm sweating in here like yeah. a hooker in church. It's burning up under the lights. Mm. Put the cameras on me. Yeah, yeah. And you're rocking a hoodie like it's not even hot. I'm no. impressed. We didn't have any water for him? Yeah, we well, got, got water. It. Oh, you got one. You just kept it off the table. Oh, impressive. Nice. Professional. Nice. Pro, pro, pro move. Excuse me. I like that. Excuse me. Yeah. Excuse Come me. On. Uh, anywho. So that's what we're looking at. I got a question for you. Give me your favorite fantasy player right now on your team. What first and foremost, what place are you in in fantasy? Huh. Next no, question. You better say first. 
Well, I stopped playing fantasy this what? year. What? What? Yeah, I did. Blasphemy. I can't believe I invited you on the show. No, because no. Well, I'm still following it because I was t- none of my friends would play with me. And Why didn't no, you call us? Yeah. I did. Wait, what? No love. No, last year. And and then and and I got tired of playing with strangers because they uh, either quit, is, yeah, or they just crazy. I mean, they voted for Trump. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and it's hard to it's hard to roll with anybody. So, like, that does when you play, like that, you're like, you, oh, play, you play too much. Yo, when you play fantasy baseball with strangers, first of all, this is a demographic to play fantasy baseball with strangers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So <laughs> the odds that you're gonna get the spoiled grapes are pretty high. And I always was in those groups, and I always did very well. My favorite fan. This is how I played fantasy. I would draft players that hit in the one to four spots in the lineup. Okay. And I liked. Uh, I I valued uh, runs highly. Really? Yeah, because players that would get on base and score a lot of runs tend to be in the action a lot more. Um, and that happens in the top of the lineup most of the time, right? Like, like little shorty on the on the on Altuve? the Astro, yeah. That, Who just got a base knock to score two runs? Right, I'm looking at right now. That's my man. He gets on, he makes things happen, he steals those bases, he gets those points. Uh, so you know, and anyone that can score twenty bases and score over a hundred runs is someone that I always put on my team. Whatever happened you to want the George art Springer of then. the stolen base? Huh? You want George Springer then? Because. Yeah, I want George Springer. I loved, I love those guys, and I love, and I loved tonight. like the Carlos Pena's, the you know the massive like. You love Carlos Pena? Yeah, because you get like a lot of swinging. Damn, I'm getting zero, 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 and then all of a sudden you get forty five points in a yeah. day. But you don't you know, know I mean? when you're gonna get that forty five. He's so inconsistent. Yeah, but you get him at the end of the draft. That's value. Like he'll yeah. outplay his man. Draft I know zone. somebody. I, matter of fact, Bobby Bobby Cannavale said he got Aaron Judge at the last pick in his draft. That's what's up. So that's. And here's the other thing I would identify is uh, players that are approaching a thousand at bats. Mm-hmm. They tend to be the ones that are gonna. It's not. It's not your. Those are the players that are that are in statistically are looking to have a breakout. You you know who's supposed to statistically have the breakout are the twenty seven year olds as well. Well, oh, no, yeah. the, no, they're in their physical prime. Yeah, 27, 28 yeah, but twenty seven, twenty eight year olds. That's they when have they. The that's when, yeah, that's when they have their numbers. But but those guys facing twenty seven, they're probably their value has probably already been identified. I'm talking about guys like sleeper sales. Yeah, I'm talking about like dudes that have played and they put up 15 home runs and 15 stolen bases, but they've only been in the, the you know, they've only had, you know, you look closely and it's like, oh, wait, they did that, but they only had 400 at bats. You're talking about somebody like Tommy Pham right, right. now. So you get like, what's up, fam? What's so up, you're like, fam? So you're like, oh, this dude's got 400 at bats. So he, no one's paid any attention to him. He's gone under the radar. Right. But that team, that general manager paid attention. They're going to move him up in the order. You give this dude 600, 500 at bats. All of a sudden, we're talking about a 20, 20 player, 15, 30 player, something right. like that. And that's, right. that's where I would win. So you got a formula. That was my formula. Wow. Know? I'm impressed. And I would do it my and I would have my tier system forever. Really? Yeah. And then I would Troy's I, a very, very organized, methodical guy. I see that. And yeah. he's he's that way with the work. He's that way with most importantly with a tr- good travel list. You want a monster city travel list? <laughs> yeah, I like doing that too. But see, the fantasy baseball was messing up my life. Like, I'm sure. My office Because his research I is had, real. I had like charts what? and charts and charts and charts. And it was like if this player goes, <laughs> then this is who I grab, and then this is who I identify next, and blah, blah, blah. Wow. And if and if one and if I went off plan. 
I would immediately start sweating, <laughs> texting people, like, what, is, what do I grab? What do I grab? And I'm you so panic. Go- and I am, panic mode. And I got the disco. And I'm so glad Joe I panic. didn't have your number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he would have told you to draft anybody yeah. that was not in the major leagues. That's hey, right. you know who's ready right now is Chance Adams. Yeah, hey, but that was the other hey. thing. That was a problem. Wait a minute. I, like, wait I knew minute. everyone's farm team, and I'd be constantly wait doing, a minute. I'd be doing refreshes like, did they bring him up? Did they bring him up? <laughs> yeah, there's a trick for that, but I can't say it on air because my, <laughs> my people listen. <laughs> but the thing of it is, is that he can say whatever he wants to. I've won like three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's I'm, the champ. I'm the champ. Mm-hmm. He's the champ. I'm a legend. Mm-hmm. Let's go, champ. <laughs> That's the champ. All right. So we're going to exhaust baseball. We've been on the topic for a while. Ladies and gentlemen, Do I know you to? love it. We love it, too. Do we have uh, to? We're going to move into a little hoops. And I'm going to the game OJ. on Wednesday. You lucky dog. I'm in the owner seats, Dodger Stadium. Are you? Ladies and gentlemen, yes. put the cameras on him. Look for him on yeah. FS1, I think it is. That's what's up. Yeah. <laughs> Who they're playing? Minnesota. Minnesota. Nice game. Nice game. Yeah, Kirby Puckett. Mm. Rest in peace. Shout out to Kirby. Yeah, one love to Kirby. My favorite. Hunter Ryu is carving him up right now. Oh, is he carving? I love Hunter. I love Hunter. I'm so happy he's back. Me too. I'm so happy he's, he's back. He's a real gamer. Love that dude. I snuck him in my lineup. All right, here we go. We got a caller that wants to call in and talk about what's going on in the I NBA. Have to jump back into this little league thing. <laughs> got to get in. We could do some daily, some weekly head to heads. <laughs> Next victim, welcome to the Ozone. What up? What up? Next victim is hitting us from the desert. He's out, uh, out in the desert, but he watches all the sports in the world. Longtime contributor to the Ozone, family friend. We got another Ozone family member in here with us now, Tipper. This is Mr. Troy Garrity. You know him as Jason the Agent on the hit show Ballers on HBO. He's sitting in with us. We just talked baseball for a good 30 minutes. And now it's time to move on to further topics in the Ozone. So we wanted to bring you in and talk about what in the hell is going on with this generation of kids in the NBA. Man, it's a market. It's a business. It's not for the love of the game no more. These dudes is going for these contracts. Back in the 70s and the 80s, they played for the love of the game. You don't hear about these. And they these paid for free. And, and they played for free on charter planes and, and, and Chuck Taylors and Converse. Yeah. Now it's all about the market. It's nasty. It's, Na- it's, it's, it's really nasty right now. And so what's your take on this whole Kyrie Irving, LeBron James scenario? Now, now this, this is like a big, fat high school now. Wait, you're, who are you talking? You're asking me? I'm right. asking everybody. Everybody can I, chime I, in on this. Because I got a comment on your buddy from the desert. <laughs> oh, 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 hi, fire it up. You can, you can talk to him, Troy, me, Tipper, Tipper, me, Troy. Oh, hold a, up a, a second. Next victim. Oh, who's, who's an Angel fan? Oh, you're a, you're a Los Angeles of Anaheim? <laughs> Listen. Why should the owners pocket all the money and the kids have to play in Chuck Taylor's and not get any pay? It's a business and it needs to be respected as such. And I think as soon as the owners and everybody really realizes that and treats it as such, then it's, you know, then it'll calm down a little bit. But they need to get paid. I love LeVar Ball. I want that family to make a billion dollars. You sound like wow, this is unbelievable. This is where I this is what else I wanted to yeah. speak make on. Make your money. Like Yeah, they want to pimp his kids out and they don't want him to be able to get anything else. Put it this way, it. if we were talking about basketball, we were talking about football, and you had a three-year career and you were coming out with concussions and like, you know, in bodily injuries for the rest of your life, and most NFL and most NBA players have injuries that they sustain for the rest of their life. It's true. 
Yeah. You need that money. And your career, maybe you have a good 10 years to earn. And most of these people aren't earning like that. So Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Yeah, In the but, NBA, yeah, you're averaging $5.4 million. Okay, you're averaging $5.4 million, but for the most of it, that has to become generational wealth. You're, you're helping your parents yep. who, you know, sacrificed yeah. everything to get you where you are. You're putting some away for your kids. You're traveling. Got to give some to the homies. Yeah, you're, you know, yeah, that's what's up. No, but that, that, Okay, but okay. It. So now let's, what victim, what do you got? Because I got a, I got a stance on that too. What do you tell you to that next victim? I, I definitely agree that they need to get paid. But the money is watering down the game. Ooh. The, Ah, they want to sit out. Speak on it. Speak on it. They want to sit out. Let him speak on it. Hey, the owners is what the owners are playing. The owners are wanting the, the, the business out. They're looking at it as you know what the way that basketball. I agree, football and other sports they need to get paid. I agree with that. Basketball they need to get paid to pay too. But basketball is a is a sport that everyone can play. I got a solution so for you. So it's everywhere. But with these contracts, it's, it's, it's completely out of control because you're getting kids that's coming out of now. AAU ball that signed a million-dollar contract. I got it. And they get to the league, and they're not ready for it. So the league is getting watered out. Who so, is this dude? He's a genius. Just going further back, these dudes in the, in the 70s and 80s, they were hungry. They were hungry. They were hungry. These dudes now, by the time they get to the league and after their second year, they're playing for contracts. They're not. They're no longer playing. Okay, you made, your point. you made your let point. You made your point. Let me float a solution. What if each NBA team played for half of the t- of the gate price of the purse of the stadium? What if every game had a wager on it? Oh, so but when, now you're up. Now so, you're talking to my alley. So we, we, so we, <laughs> Can we, I get him? So when we show up and they're like, "Yo, LeBron, you want to sit out and rest up for the finals?" And he's like, "Fuck no, I'm gonna need to win this." <laughs> Win this extra truck. Need to get this this Chevy Tahoe. Get my ass on the motherfucking court. Get me on the court. You get Levar Ball in the stands. Like, well, get your ass back out of that motherfucker. Who gives a fuck if it was a foul? You play through that shit. Play through it. Oh my goodness. I think that's the solution. I think if they just let us wager. And let everybody get dirty. Uh, listen, they get, they, they're already getting dirty. Believe yeah, but that. Then, but then, but then, all of a sudden, you're gonna have players. You know, they'll have shorter careers, but they're gonna be. They'll be. They'll solve whoever's on the phone. They're gonna solve his gripe. Okay, but now check this out. My thing is this: I'm not. I have no problem with the players getting their money, and I think that I said it on several occasions. Whoever it is that did that collective bargaining agreement for the NBA, I want them as my agent and my lawyer in the entertainment CP3? business. Because well, CP3 is a monster. I know he was the 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 player rep, yeah. but I don't know who the lawyers and were not who what not who were that that made up the language. All that is all good. I'm not even talking about the dough. I'm talking about the 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 collective competitive spirit. Because now everybody wants to be a part of the super team, and I'm seeing examples across the board. I'm gonna play you guys something from up, a man. tennis player Hold from up, Australia. Man. Showtime was a super team. The Celtics no, Showtime was a super team because they were a cohesive unit. Yeah, but they were a super team worthy. Yeah, but that, but but that, but that was homegrown. That was that was a homegrown that, super team. That, that wasn't them going to hand. They didn't go by guys. Yeah, my my biggest problem with it is that it's collusion on the player side. Now they're letting the players dictate where and what they're going to do. And I feel like if I'm an owner of a squad, I don't need that. Yeah, but hold up, Golden State was homegrown, and no one could compete. No, and you know LeBron. What are you talking about Golden State was homegrown. <laughs> no. 
Kevin Durant isn't homegrown to Golden State. Okay, but Kevin Durant came there because the whole because yeah. Golden State changed the fabric of the game. Because Kevin no, Durant no. came there because Andre Kevin Dur- because because Kevin Durant didn't get the job done when he was up three to one and he choked in three straight games. That's why Kevin Durant went, which is why Peyton Manning roasted him on the ESPYs, which is why he had the bitter beer face. He did that on purpose, though. I believe it. I believe it. He He did it on purpose. Yeah, him and Peyton were laughing at the after party. They were all in on it. That's cool. But either way, either way it goes. No, he talked to him. He talked to him. Oh, you talked to him. Oh, okay. It was needed, and everybody felt it. Yeah, <laughs> and everybody that, felt but it. But it speaks to what you're saying. That's the truth. It is. It's a problem. It's a problem. But that's where we're at, man. This like, is where we are now. My point is backwards? this: you have all the. I want to go backwards in the sense of the love of the game. I want to play you guys something from Australia. Telling you, they need to play for money. They do play for money. Problem is, is that you aren't no, in. On, mean, you aren't in on the rig. Hold on a second. I want to play you guys something <laughs> from from <laughs> Bernard Tomic <laughs> from uh, from uh, from Australia. Twenty four year old tennis player. Listen, to what he had to say. So convince viewers watching you now, who are saving up. Good their day. money, who don't earn anywhere near what you earn, to buy a ticket to a tennis match to watch you play. Why should they bother? Don't come. Watch on TV. You don't have to pay anything. Just watch on TV. And that's not all he said. Here's another one for you. Only playing for the money. Basically, yeah. You know, I think... Uh, and I didn't come from a rich family. We had no money. And, you know, I was 12 years old, 13 years old. Nobody knows this sort of life that I had. You know, we came to Australia with... You know, basically nothing. Funny playing. My man, money. my man, literally just said, and he's come out and said, and he's gotten fined by the by the the tennis association. Now, I've rarely given all my all on the court, uh, yet I'm awfully impressed with how much I've been able to accomplish, considering how little I've tried. Tennis chose me. It's something I never fell in love with throughout my career. I've given a hundred percent. I've given also thirty percent. But if you balance it out, I think all my career has been around fifty percent. I haven't really tried, and I still achieved all this. So it's kind of amazing what I've done. I don't want to hear all that. Him, Kirigos, is there much of a difference between that and guys saying, listen, man, I don't want to play with LeBron no more. I don't want to play with Russell Westbrook no more. I don't want to play with Humpty Hump because it's here a hump, there a hump, everywhere a Humpty Hump. <laughs> oh, I, is, is, there, is there much of a difference with these dudes between, hey, I do the hump, the hump. <laughs> oh, white people, I do they know what we doing, we doing the hump, the hump. <laughs> Puerto Ricans, <laughs> Samoans, <laughs> so besides the Humpty Dance, is there a difference between these guys? Realistically, they're all doing it for the cheese. You see a handful of guys. I don't feel like Steph Curry's doing it for the cheese. I don't feel like no. Draymond Green is doing it for but the these cheese. These are the elite players. This is what I'm saying. They're paid out now. They're paid out now. They don't have to do it for the cheese no more. But I don't think they ever have done it for yeah, a Yeah, I don't think so Steph either. is just starting to get paid now. Yeah, and he has a chip on his shoulder yeah. because people didn't believe that he was all world. Yeah. Man, you guys are just telling you in another planet. You're like, oh, he's what, not Which stuff. one? He just signed like, what, 140 or He just signed for $82 billion trillion. Yeah, and you're like, man, he ain't, he ain't. He's just getting paid. It's like, no, but, 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 but he knew what was happening. Oh, like, he knew? No, yeah. But, that's, but all these guys are getting paid. That's the point. This is all relative. It's not like, you know, I'm not I'm not saying that. To me, everybody should be getting paid because I come to to the game whether I watch at home or whether I watch at live, 
I come to watch them. I'm not coming to the game to watch the refs or to watch Dan Gilbert and the rest of the guys. What you're saying them. is they shouldn't be flip, they shouldn't be swapping out teams just because they don't feel like it no more or whatever. Pretty much. That's what it comes yeah. down to. Okay, but let me float this. Float it. Float. Float on. Now, there when are some teams and there are some players who, they, you know, they have their publicists say one reason for leaving the team, but oftentimes it's some personal thing that you don't really doesn't really make the tabloids. Of like course. someone slept with someone's girl. Yeah, yeah. I agree that, with that. We, that. We know that all to be yeah. true. Right. So for someone to all of a sudden be like, you know what? I'm out. Just get get me out of here. Get me out of here. Two championships in. Yeah, you know what? That's not... That's, that doesn't make sense. No, that's an emotional... I agree. I agree. That's a personal... Like something something went funky. Something went down and he's yeah. like... I, I got to get out of here. I don't want to sit in this shit no more. I'm out. So... And you know, you know Kyrie, who I love, he had a little girl problem last year too with some shit on the internet, and there's some things. Mm, so, and he's so young, he may be young, like, man. "Give me and the he's fuck very out. Young. Yeah, like, give me the fuck out of here." Right, it's Cleveland. I yeah, ran through him. Nothing to do with LeBron, though. That has nothing to do with LeBron and leaving Cleveland. That's his all personal shit that he has going. That's on. what I'm saying. But they're floating it out there, like, "Oh, he doesn't want to play with LeBron anymore." And I mean, we are kind of talking about like, "Oh, people are leaving to make a super team," but the, really, the only people that did that was KD. No, now everybody's doing it. Who? You got the OKC is doing it. They're trying to get Carmelo at this point. But OKC didn't do it. They signed a free agent. They traded for it. But that's what it's all about. They all signed free agent. Kevin Durant went over there. But as hold up. Paul George and, 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 Westbrook. and Westbrook don't make constitute a super team. Yeah, but they're trying to get Carmelo Anthony as we sit here. As they should. But that's not, you know what that does for them. It advances them to the second round. <laughs> Like that's not a. Super I don't. I don't even. I don't even know, know, I don't know if it'll get him there because Westbrook has to pass the ball. He's used to being. Oh now he's back. Now Westbrook can pass the ball, man. No, icons. All we got a problem with wrestling MVP Westbrook. He sure does. He has a problem he with the real just MVP. A hater. <laughs> Hold on. Hey, I'm gonna tell you the worst thing about it. He doesn't even know. He just not. He's not even aware of. I have stats. Hmm. Anyways. Hmm. Uh, stats. So we. So we got that. I mean, I'm surprised by the situation. I still think the moves that are being made in the NBA offseason are pretty fabulous. Minnesota is low-key one big man away, like a bulky big man. Love that squad. Away from really making some noise. Love they it. got a lot of talent. Same with Milwaukee. I think they even need a Same with Milwaukee. I, I love Milwaukee. Team. I think they're the new coming of, of Golden State. They have all the tools just as Golden State has. They, they sure don't have do. a, a real solid big man. Yeah, so, but what about the coach? Yeah. What about him? Do you Who's think Coach Thibodeau? Yeah, I think so. Is it Tom Thibodeau from from Chicago? Right? I don't know. I, don't, I think that the coach makes a big difference in basketball in that sense because they don't have you know like in, with LeBron's situation, whatever. He's actually sometimes the coach. Yeah, you know, in Minnesota, which is a problem. Yeah, which is which can be a problem. But in Minnesota, you need some kind of scheme. Player coach. Yeah. You know, they don't have a they don't have a D Wade there right now. That's going to you know you know run the team. So. Tom Thibodeau has a bunch of young kids that's on his squad that he can, you know, he has the tools of winning. He brought it from, from Chicago. So he's all right in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. He has a bunch of kids that want to win and want to play. I'm like, Troy. Make I'm like Troy. I'm down with Milwaukee. 
I'm mm. like Troy in the sense that I want LeVar Ball and his family to get paid, and I'm tired of people acting like because he Hate speaks me. out on it that there's something wrong with him. Now, you, everybody wants to sit around and take pot shots nonstop about how these dudes come from broken families and end up having problems because of that and have a problem learning how to be men and so on and so forth. Well, now here you have an African-American father who is just brazenly outspoken about what he has done and what he will do with his boys, and he knows how to push the media's buttons, a la President Cheeto, and unfortunately, everybody's got a problem with him, even though this dude ain't doing nothing but having a good time taking care of his wife who got sick. So he's all true man in that sense. ATM. And now he ran up the numbers. And so if you got you a pair of Air Balls or Air Lonzos, whatever they were called, and uh, if you got you a pair of that big baller brand, now he put it out and was like, yo, Nike, Adidas, if y'all want to holler, then if the number's right, we could talk about something. Why is anybody mad at LeVar or Summer League MVP Lonzo Ball. Yeah, and the Lakers have sold out the season tickets now. I think it's the best thing that's happened to basketball right now. In a long time. Well, at least in Southern California, obviously. Look, at the end of the day, sports is entertainment unless you know how to play. So, <laughs> like, so, and there's nothing more entertaining than that. And I agree with everything that you said. This is a great dude who's unapologetic and he's up there and he's not trying to fit in any box other nope. than his own. And you know what? When people do that, when they are their authentic self, and even if they're playing like exaggerated versions of themselves, they get fired upon. They do. And, but, they do. but, it's what makes us great. Like, those are right. the people that we need to identify, support, and love. You know, and they're, they're like, they go home. Magic was saying he went, you know, they went to spend time, personal time with LeVar and the family and meet the wife. And right. LeVar mentors, like, kids throughout he the sure whole does. neighborhood. No doubt about yeah. it. And not only is, like, mentoring and letting them play, but he's, like, cooking hey, you for need them. To... Like, this yes. house right here is a sanctuary for you. And what I know is growing up, the the few families that had that sort of uh, parental statue in the or uh, or system yeah, in yeah, the yeah, house yeah. was a lifesaver to me and my friends. Like, right. and it turns out a lot like, of good people. And you know, it's like, what are we what are we gonna do? We're gonna we're going over to Lonzo's house, and you know, and, and we gonna play hoops. We're gonna, we gonna eat, sit we're around, play basketball. All we night. can play this video like, games. Yeah. We can play ping pong. And this is Terry's house. Yeah. This is Terry's house. This is how Terry's yeah. house is. Yeah, and like, this is for a lot of kids. It does. Uh, it does exactly. I love that. that. But it, it but it goes to the other thing. Most people have a problem with it. I think are like confused black people, but mostly white people. Yeah, it's the same issue with Puig. Puig comes up and they're like, oh, he doesn't know how to play baseball. I'm like, well, are you fucking crazy? Because obviously he can play baseball. You just don't like that he plays it differently from you. It's true. Puig is exactly you know, what baseball needs. Just like the Vars are ex- uh, the, the, the balls. The yeah. balls are exactly what basketball needs. He's like, let me try to do this without a major corporation to do it myself. It's right. what they need, but it's not what they want. That's it. And For exactly. everybody in this culture is like, oh, entrepreneurial. I'm an entrepreneur. Everyone and I'm going to go be, sign with somebody everyone else. Everyone should be like, let's support him 100%. Why not? Why because, not? Yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why again? That's what LeVar wanted to know. <laughs> Why not? That's what I'm saying. He's hey, some, preach, he, brother. He, he you like, you, you see him on the world. internet, he's dancing like Bill Cosby. He's got, he's got Michael Jackson, Billy, uh, Billy Jean playing with him and his family. This guy's he's on the WWE, low-key ripped up at 55. You can front on LeVar if you want to. <laughs> might lay tips. He put might, the balls he might on put you. the ones and twos out there for you. Oh, he sure will. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you got, you're doing something special if Shaq is calling you out. Right. Right. right I you think went, it was just delivery. 
I think society does not like an overconfident man. An overconfident so, black man. No doubt. Black because we have, we have an overconfident man in the White House. Hold that's on. A, that's a right. faux overconfident man. Uh, 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 an overconfident man who will tell you that he's black. It's yeah. one you yes, can be. Yeah, that's yeah. a big thing. Like yeah. I a like you thing. a lot. Just let's just don't t- remind me that you're black. <laughs> right. Let me like you, you in my way like, that I want to like you. Right. Like I think America was all good with Obama until he was like Trayvon Martin could have been my son. They yeah. didn't want to American that. was like whoa 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 whoa. Wait a minute. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. Easy yeah. now. Yeah. Easy now. And then like black we need girl, to work on the prison yeah, reform yeah, uh, the, scenario. Yeah, like no 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 <laughs> no no no. Yeah. Well, it's just like the mayor of New York. Right. Remember with Blasio? Yeah. His son, when his son, when they when they were having that problem out there, and his son, he said, "This could be my son." You know, they loved the Blasio until his son came up yeah. with an afro. Yeah, then they're like, "Wait, <laughs> they're like, what the hell is this?" People are like, "He's a horrible mayor." I'm like, "Why?" I go, "Why?" They're like, "You know, it just is." I'm like, <laughs> running the city in the ground. I said, "How?" Well, you know, can't afford to live there. He said, "Well, that's that, De Blasio, that right?" Happened like, before what the fuck you talking about? His son took the John Jay approach uh-huh. with the fro. Sure did. Can't hear the curveball. No, he was he was boisterous and he was you know he came out. He was like he was like like Cleo because everything that he said you know and even when he was coming off when he first got into the limelight he was like dang this dude is you know he going hard it's like do I like him do I not like him like you don't know but everything that he's planned for his for his son for the for Lonzo has happened no one really wants yeah. to believe or hear anything like that. To see, you know, that type of stuff, you know, come true. That's true. So, it's true, and then to go along with that point, though, to go along with what you were saying, OG, is that realistically, this is where I wanted to go with OJ Simpson because all I did was hear people during OJ's parole hearing on Twitter and in real life sit around and talk about how OJ was talking too much. What the way that I saw, what I saw from the juice was him being unapologetic. And being in, a juice. In his in being an old football stud. Yeah. And they wanted OJ to grovel and so on and so forth. And when I say they, I don't mean the parole board. I mean they meaning the, the uh, America that was on Twitter and social media talking about it. You think it. they wanted him to grovel? Oh, no 100%. 100%. They wanted no OJ question. to go up there and cry and please let me out and blah, blah, blah. And when OJ started to speak and humanize himself by saying, by the way, the property that I'm in jail for right now was my property. Was mine, and the state of California returned it to me, and I'm in jail, and the property is at the crib. Yeah, right. but right, but he, but there was an armed confrontation. It was an armed confrontation. I'm not. So I'm that's not the issue. I, no, no, no. Yeah, and nine years of his been like, and nine but years, like, but they gave like, like, give me the stuff back, and, and nine yeah, years yeah, of his yeah, time. But, but in fact, I'm put this jammy down your throat. He didn't put the jammy. Yeah, that's what. That's what they see. You, but it doesn't. No, it doesn't matter. It does not matter. It actually does matter. No, it does not matter. What matters is OJ is what's wrong with America. I preach. Yeah, this is, listen, this is what I this, want to speak on. This dude is in jail for a different crime. Exactly. hundred <laughs> That's percent. what we're saying. That's OJ, let's, let's say that one more time. Please, just say that exact sentence one more time. Anybody who doesn't have to rewind it, just say it one more again. OJ is in jail for the wrong crime. Excuse me, let me reframe that. He got sentenced for the wrong crime because what OJ did was dumb and, yep. and, and, and was set up and would have got. Mm-hmm. I don't care. It was just dumb. It was dumb. It's very dumb. He should have. And, and he, he knows it was dumb. Yeah, he was, he, was right. dumb. he would have been penalized for that, regardless if it was his stuff or whatever. You know, but he's getting, you know, he got jail time because he killed 
Ron Goldman and 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 Nicole. But the problem were you there? <laughs> Come on. Uh, <laughs> oh, gee, were you in the were you in the bushes? This motherfucker. At a young age? Put it this way. I know you was in Santa Monica. This way. What? He got off. He got off. But then he lost the civil court, the he civil case civil piece. for 30 million. 33. So here's the problem with the judicial system. Black America can't trust it for for the right reasons. So so OJ will never have a uh, a, a karmic or an emotional trial, right? Because it's all fucked up from the history of the judicial system in the country. Right. In one court, he was found innocent or acquitted, which By is different. By a jury of his peers. Which is different than innocent. Then in a civil court, he was found guilty and he had to pay. And then in another charge, in a whole separate incident, he was found guilty for the crime of an earth for the earlier earth, the, for the, the first thing. crime yeah no right. doubt about it that he was acquitted of but was not found innocent of right so the system is fucked there's no well there's no two way you two, you're preaching to the choir you talking to yeah. two black men and a mexican in here so, what? so you you you're talking this is this is 100 what it is we we agree my point is is that the other side of the reason that oj represents america is it represents more of what you said before Everybody was fine with the juice as long as he didn't remind them that he was black. That's right. OJ was whooping black. ass. I'm not black. I'm OJ. Hey. Right. No. He was out there whooping ass. You missed your cue. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, and this is true, though. This is how everybody it's was. It's true. It's how everybody was. Yeah. He was still whooping ass. That was public knowledge. You know, he was he was wife beating and doing and 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 you know being an adulterer and this that and the other. Nobody had a problem with it. Until the blackness started to come out in ways that were, you know, well, uh, uh, pronounced. But well, the blackness didn't come out until the trial. When he was yes, like, yeah, right. but that's when everybody had a problem with him. Well, no, yeah, yeah, and the, the that's, that's, that's my point. point. Yeah. When he was on the ninety-one freeway. Yeah, 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 that's true too. With him and his boy. Yeah. Now, this is AC. Yeah, you know who I am. <laughs> Where is AC? That, I was surprised AC wasn't on the scene. Yeah. He's in the best friend Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> He's the ultimate homie. They got, they got, yeah, yeah. They got his ass up there. Pedro got a curl on his bus. And, and AC got the key to the truck. Because that motherfucker, I'd have been like, wait, you did what? And you want me to do what? Hold up. Hold up, man. Wait, wait. Yeah. AC was like, get in. Get in. Let's go. Where are we going, Juice? I got a boat in a marina stacked with cash. We're going to take you down to Mexico where no, where no one will recognize you. <laughs> AC is the homie. AC is the homie. The best friend Hall of Fame. That is hilarious. Yeah, it's true. It's real. BFF. He's huh? BFF. That's as real as it gets. For That's sure. Real. That is a real. You can't ask for nothing. You can't, you can't get more right or die than that. You can't. No, AC put his, his own life on. He He's was willing. He such, he was he's willing. such a good friend. When he pulled up to the house, OJ's son was on the block going, "What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing?" The, the son was like, "The son was like, go to jail, go to jail." And AC was like, "Shut up, son! <laughs> Fuck up, back up!" Like hell no. Fuck up. He's like, OJ, don't you get out the goddamn car until oh, the snipers God. are out the street? <laughs> Shut the motherfucking gate. Let me get out first. Yeah. Yeah. Juice, let me Damn, get out first. Orenthal, <laughs> fuck up. You thirsty? Oh my God. You thirsty? <laughs> this is, uh, th ladies and gentlemen, this is the Ozone. But here's the other Raw. shit. Here's the other shit. 
This is this is some real <laughs> this is some real perverse shit in our culture too, but I think this is universal. As long as OJ was paying the bills, life was good. That woman's family was like, oh man. Hey! Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He, he can't really oh, so he maybe made a mistake. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So he, or, he, he bruised her up. I wonder what I, I wonder what she did. Yeah. Yeah, it must have been yeah, something. something. They'll work it out. As long as that money is flowing, but then once the money's like they're like, oh, you know what? It's time for your ass to go make some license plates. <laughs> and then on top of that, yeah. now, as soon as the trial happens, this this trial, the probation hearing happens, they're the first people talking about, yeah, we're still looking for our 33 million. Hold on a second, man. Hold on yep. a second. Come on. Come on, victim. Tell me something. God forbid anybody in any of our families has something terrible and tragic like that happen. All the cheese in the world is not going to change that scenario. Yeah. No, no, no. I get that. That's some vengeance shit. And by the way, that family lost an earner. When you have a child, you're investing in this. A child is a good child is supposed to be a retirement package. So you are. <laughs> it's true. I don't think she was ever going to pick no, up thirty three million. But it doesn't. I hear what you're but saying. it doesn't matter if like if you step on my family. Well, you're not just going to go eat good because you took away part of my assets. I agree with that. You're going to have to pay that. But there's a there's a mentality and shift there. And he was found guilty. You know why? Because he did it. <laughs> and we don't have any videotape to say that. We have a lot of videotape to show police officers. To show police officers shoot people in the back and, and all that stuff. We haven't seen no video you know the, of OJ real, doing anything. I don't smoke weed, but if I did, but if I did, this is what would blow my mind. <laughs> We're all guilty. Oh, oh is anybody all, any really innocent? All, we are all we are all complacent in those murders because this country, you know, but let's I, give celebrities a pass. Well, I want. I thought you give were talking money about something a pass. else because I wasn't talking about us all being guilty with the juice because the juice went out there and whooped ass and did whatever else he did. Ultimately, in my opinion, really, what we have to talk about is there is body camera footage that just came out of a cop of two cops in Baltimore planning evidence. There's footage that just came out all the time of people getting killed. You and have they act this like woman, it's a surprise. And then, but then you have this woman that got killed. Now something might actually change because you have the woman that just got killed up in Minnesota. But ultimately, this ties back. Let me finish. This ties back to the juice because ultimately, like Troy said, you can't knock it if it's profit. If the money is rolling in the United States, nobody's got anything to say. About anything. Dog, we elected Donald Trump. Are you kidding? How, how can you even imagine even going into a, a booth and even marking something like that? That's ridiculous. All right. This, you guys is, are, a this man. is a different podcast. Okay. No, so but it's the same theory. With, it's, yeah, he, 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 I agree. It's money. He ain't done shit with his life, really. Oh, no. Well, except for live a very privileged life for 70 years. He inherited his money and he licensed his name. He never, he never but, wrote a book. Okay. What that's got to do with sports? This is my point. What I'm saying is, when we get back to the world of O.J. Simpson, mm -hmm. and when we get back to the world of all of these kids who are following this example of, I can flip and flop because I have the cheese to, America's got to get its act together, ultimately. This is this is what it comes down to. It comes down to being That's privileged. That's a big leap. We're, talking, we're going from Orenthal... Simpson to to kids flipping and flopping. On Not really, FBI. because because nobody was more powerful in the sports world than Orenthal James Simpson at one point. And really, because of that, he received a pass for a lot of stuff. Now, I'm not saying that you go from shooting a broke jumper and losing a game seven to stabbing somebody. That's a leap. But what I am saying is, is that that same culture, just like this kid we just played the clip of, all of that 
pervades society so that the money has this elevated level so that it is worshipped in and of itself. No doubt. And there's never enough. I mean, like I said before, people were way more interested and outraged about OJ than they are about Philando Castile getting shot by a cop in the car when he told him he was about to reach for his ID. With the baby in the car. With the baby in the car who could have got hit. People are way more people are way more serious about Beyonce and Jay-Z having some twins than they are about paying their own child support. There's a serious issue that I think the reason I bring it up is for us being in the media and for us talking about sports, because this is a scenario where art can imitate life. And a lot of these guys have a lot to, to stand up to, ourselves included. Speaking of which, HBO Ballers, mm-hmm. season three, debut last night. Next victim, I'm, I'm assuming you caught the broadcast. Absolutely. Definitely. Twice. Do you have any questions for Golden Globe nominee Troy Garrity here? Who, me personally, I've told you this before. I want a Peabody. Most of the same. Oh, wow. Nice. That's, that's one more Peabody than everybody else in this room has. Um, and I tell you, I actually loved, I think to me, the best work that I saw you lay down was on that show, Boss. Man, I loved you on Boss. You were so good on Boss. Well, that's one of those, Boss was one of those shows where it, it's just the writing. The writing was it was the best I've ever read. So really, when the Better writing than goes, no, 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 don't take credit away from yourself, man, because that's like giving a a, a guy a camera and oh, saying go take pictures, and then you know it's it's about you got the material, but then you you did Look something at with the material. icons with the big up and like the oh, yet yeah, still you know contrarian. You know what I mean? <laughs> yet still contrarian. Yeah, exactly. I'm giving love. No, you're right. You're right, Terry. I, I'm a I'm a very <laughs> good actor. <laughs> Thank you. And I, I agree. And I elevated that material. I'll tell you what. You want me to be proud of myself? This what, be proud. This is what no one ever recognizes. And this is and this has actually been a, a conscious effort on my part in my career. Is I wanted I made a decision early on, out loud. I said, I I, I want to be a character actor. And I And what people don't talk about, side note, I want to jump in there. Troy Garrity, when he gets danced up and so on and so forth, I seen him on set before. I said, damn, man, you should be a leading man. What are you doing? Uh, and he has a pedigree. If you you can look him up, he has a pedigree and a lineage to do exactly that. So this is a very humble thing he's saying. But I, I also wanted to just play all sorts of different types of roles, and I actually hurt my career by turning down a lot of roles that I found just didn't like reflect an interesting part of myself. So I was very proud that I did my first movie was uh, Bandits, where I played sort of a, an emotionally sort of special uh, stuntman with Bruce Willis and Billy Bob Thornton. With the best picture, still picture of all time, maybe, that I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And so I, and so I, and and then I, you know, I dodged all the similar kind of roles after that. And the next thing I did was Barbershop. And I remember my agent was like, why do you want to do, don't do this. This is like a er, black, it's a black movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, exactly, exactly. <laughs> right? and, like, and ever since then, whenever I go to TSA at the airport, they're like, nope, coming through. <laughs> Love. Coming through. Like, right, like, you, like, you look, if the black community gives you some respect, then you're a lucky, lucky, lucky man. Cause That's real talk. No, it's true. And then my my next movie was Soldier's Girl, which was a true story about an American soldier who fell in love with a transsexual and was murdered wow. for it. So it was wow. totally different. I got to see that. Yeah, and I that's why that. I got my nomination. That's a nod, right? Not, yeah, I lost to Pacino. I shouldn't have lost to Pacino. Um, and then, yeah. And then... Uh, so, so, so would you say Barnes is like a role that's, like, it's speaking to you. This is you. Like, on and off the camera. This, this is you. This is your most comfort zone in. 
as far as, you know, one of your characteristics? Would it be the ballers? Uh, I think ballers teams? is probably my comfort zone because I, I, I prefer, I can be very dark, but I prefer to be light and my character has to keep it light. Um, so in that regard, it's, it's sort of the easiest, but I'm not a wheeler, a dealer. And, um, so, you know, it's different, but I, but, uh, I just really enjoyed the, 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 the script and the concept and, you know, everybody that's involved, this was the lucky part. Cause you don't know this going in, but everyone on the show is, uh, super cool and sort of, uh, not really Hollywood. I mean, Dwayne's pretty Hollywood, but, <laughs> but, but everyone else is like, we don't sit, but, but not even like, we don't sit I around, on, we don't sit around on set, even with Dwayne and talk about Hollywood or emoting. Like what we're doing right now is, is what we do on set. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So especially talking baseball. So, so the script gives you more, would you say just like freedom to, to do whatever? Yeah. 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 It does. It get well, it gives me, I mean, it depends. Some days I just want to improvise and do whatever I want. Some days it's, it, you know, it's freedom. And some days it's really hard. Like it just doesn't make sense to me. And the words stop having, hmm. stop having the, stop meaning anything. The impact and yeah, the meaning that and, you want them to have. And you want to vibe with someone, you know, who's, who you're working with. And, you know, I did a scene with Omar. I think I drove him crazy because I wasn't really getting it until like, <laughs> We had done all so his we shots, and then it flipped on to me, and I was like, "Oh, now I get it, and I got to do the whole scene in a different way." <laughs> You'll see that this will be a scene that he steals. So, but I love working with Troy. It's a great experience. Last thing we want to cover on the Ozone. Glad to have everybody on. Next victim, I just want to get your prediction in here. real quick, just in case you need a drink, brother. Real quick, I want to get your prediction of what's going to happen this weekend. We got the big fight out at the Barclays. You got Adrian Broner, AB. Uh, the problem, who has a lot of problems, fighting Mikey Garcia. What do you think is going to happen and why? I got to go with Mikey Garcia. Uh, I think Broner's last two fights, he just wasn't there. He, first of all, he couldn't even make weight. So I, th- I still think that Broner is not taking boxing serious. Like uh, like our good friend on the, on the podcast used to say, uh, it's like you can't play boxing. You have to get out there and you have to do it. Yeah. So I think mm. with Broner, he's still playing with the boxing, and the competition is getting a little bit more fierce. And mm. he has the skills. Broner has the skills, but he's just not. He has to get knocked on his ass and lose in order to. Well, get he's already done up. that, yeah. though. He's already done that. Okay, another time. <laughs> <laughs> Next victim. You're always welcome on the Ozone. We appreciate your contribution. Thanks for uh, chatting around with us, and we will catch you soon, my friend. All right, love y'all. Be easy. Uh-huh. Be safe. Wow. Yeah, who you going with this weekend? I'm going with Garcia. Man, I'll never go with Broner. Broner's not focused. He, he spends too much time playing games, trying to throw money around and be uh, imitation Floyd. You know what? My big thing, and he definitely is the clown prince, and he's lost his last two fights despite the yes. fact that they gave him that yes. fight, that last fight especially. Problem I have, that's the main problem that I have with him. But, he was effective, and he was a really good fighter before he moved up to 147. This fight is taking place at a lower weight class. And if he is forced to make weight, I don't know if he's going to make weight on Friday. If he makes weight, he's effective at 140 because he's got heavy hands at 140. Mikey is legit. There's no two ways about it. 
He's a boxer. But at the same time, the lights are going to be bright on this one. And I'm very interested to see what happens. 140. That's like a little biscuit. That like is I, literally the like size I, of one no leg. With no sir. Like I'll eat a little 140 or 140 pound. But listen, I don't know who's going to win this fight because <laughs> I don't know who Garcia is. But I know this much, and everyone should Google this. Broner was leaving, I think it was Costco, and he was buying some stuff, and the lady said, here's your change, and he held the change. I saw that. And he threw it, and he said, I don't want no fucking change. He threw it. <laughs> Which is <laughs> like the biggest prick move ever. Right. A total prick move. But I watched it like 40 times. <laughs> <laughs> like that bad accident. So on the, on the strength of that ignorance, I want that to, I want Broner to win. Really? Yeah, just because you said, you know, Garcia. <laughs> the, 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 the contrarian like it's contagious you see that <laughs> I got you oh my god I reeled you in ladies and gentlemen this has been a lively edition of the Ozone uh, I just I'm thank you so much for coming through yeah, Troy OG man, that was awesome and you even refused the car that was so mean of you but it was, it was nice of you for our budget sake I don't need Terry to pick me up <laughs> <laughs> why you act like I can't drive what's wrong with that why you gotta act like that no, it's easy. It took me like 10 minutes. Oh, man, I One appreciate it. last thing. We laid on us. Lonzo Ball, it's the truth. At the summer league. He looks fantastic. You know what? My in the only thing league. about him still is of that. Of course. Is the jumper? Yeah, it's his jumper. I don't know if he's going to get it out. His game is ridiculous. His game, he's nice. Man. I don't need the jumper. You need the jumper. You might not need You might be able to Jason no, get it low no, key. But the, but the jumper will come in when it's needed. But if. They have pieces. The no, Lakers have pieces. Go ahead and try to cover him. Try to block him on the jumper. Guess, guess what? He's putting that ball up by the basket. He sure is. And, and he, I, I mean, on I the money. Think, and Brandon think, Ingram is looking nice. By the way, yeah. I don't even think he needs that the jumper. Everybody the needs the jumper. He, yeah, but he cuts that basket in a real lovely, lovely way. And he can finish at the rim. Very, yeah, very impressive. The, the only thing, and especially with young players, these young guys, is that you know they don't have their strength yet. And that's the only thing that might be able to slow him down a little bit. Because Well, I don't think they're obviously not going to do it this year. But Brandon Ingram, you see he's yeah. got his little bit more man yeah. muscle. And he's speaking with some confidence. Mm-hmm. Like, those two dudes next year. Along with Lopez. Yeah. Well, Lopez is great. But, you know, I don't think he's going to, you know, I don't think he'll be. I don't think these guys are going to find it this season. No. But they're predicting going to take gonna a make minute. the playoffs. But there's going to be, but there's going to be some real shine. And they could make the playoffs with Lopez and, and um, KCP. There you go. I'm going to leave you with a quote here from the great Aristotle. And it is that educating the mind without educating the heart is no education at all. Thanks for rocking with us, folks. This has been the Ozone. We'll see you soon on uninterrupted.com. Ozone. I'm just living the dream. I'm in love with the lights. This is 